The following is another ESPN Sports presentation. ESPN Tri-Cities presents high school baseball. 1-1 pitch, fastball hit to right field and well hit. That one's going to be over his head all the way to the wall and off the wall. That'll be at least a double. They'll send the runner, the cutoff throw, and they will not have a play at the plate. It's a triple. Brayden Anderson. Today, it's the opening rounds of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament from Lincoln. High School Baseball and ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Let's see if Faye brings another one home. Here it is. Curveball punched towards left field, and it's going to fall in there. Both runs will come around to score. It's a five-run inning for Carney and a two-RBI single for Easton Bruce. The Bearcats will need to pick up two wins today to advance to the final day of this year's tournament. It's the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament featuring the Kearney Bearcats. But first, it's time for the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Lincoln right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. 627-1064. And hey, everybody. We're back here at Den Hartog Field on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show getting ready for the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament. Doug Duda along with our producer engineer, Grant Ty. Glad to have you along with us as Carney gets ready to take on Lincoln North Star. Uh, they are playing at three different fields across the city of Lincoln today, and uh, Carney guaranteed to play two games. If they win, they'll get Lincoln East right here at three. A loss then will depend uh, who they play, but that will be at 6 o'clock. Other games that are going on, Columbus is playing Lincoln Northeast, Lincoln Southeast is playing Norfolk, and then the Islanders against Lincoln High. Same story for the Islanders. If they win, they'll get Archbishop Bergen at 3. If they lose, they'll play at 6. There's an outside chance if Carney and Grand Island both lose that they would play each other, and we will have that game for you as well. Starting lineups and more coming up, but we'll hear from head coach Brad Archer on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show from Den Hartog Field here in Lincoln, the 2021 conference tournament. Coach Brad Archer with us here. And, Coach, a pretty impressive performance for the kids uh, against Grand Island. At least you got off to a good start, and then the pitching came in, and, and Cal closed her down for you. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we did get off to a good start, uh, able to put up, uh, 
you know, seven runs in the first couple innings, and, and that was good to see. Uh, our pitching, like I said before, has been really good uh, darn near the entire season. So uh, hopefully we come out today against a, a decent uh, North Star team that beat us 2-1 to one a week ago. That was a great ball game. Braden Anderson pitched uh, very well for us, well enough to win certainly, and, and he's going to get the ball again today. I did have to smile a little bit on Tuesday. You got off to such a good start, but then the last four innings has struggled to hit the baseball again, even at the top of the order. But some of the guys at the bottom of the order kind of got it going. You've made some of those switches. Do you like what you've seen so far? Well, so far, yes, and and that is true. Uh, you know, we put up the seven runs in the first couple innings, and then I don't think we scored again maybe till the bottom of the sixth, something like that. But uh, we had opportunities. I mean, we had bases loaded with no outs, and they brought in one of their better kids, and, and we had three strikeouts, which was uh, not fun to watch. We just wanted to get the ball in play, and that's probably worth another, at least another run if we could do that. I uh, emailed uh, Lincoln East coach uh, getting some information from him, and I said something happened Tuesday that probably hasn't happened all year long. Carney High had zero errors, and then East had all the errors that allowed North Star to beat them. Uh, what did you think about your defensive performance? And as I mentioned with Coach Conant, a lot of fly balls. There were very few ground balls that uh, were even attempted to have to be fielded in the game. Well, and that's true. I think there were only something like three ground balls. So the rest of the outs were all uh, fly ball outs or strikeouts. So, you know, uh, we didn't have to make many plays in the infield. Uh, but again, you know, I, I have confidence in our defense, but our kids need to step up. We need to, and it hasn't necessarily been fielding. It's been more of a throwing situation. And as you said, Braden uh, gets his second straight start against North Star, and you've kind of put him all over the field. He's been your do-everything guy. Uh, what, what is it that he's doing so well that uh, gets him the start here and allows you to save Cal for hopefully a, a game two? Well, Braden's one of our better athletes, and uh, – pretty versatile as far as positions are concerned so we can move him around and and he pitches about every fourth or fifth day so we try to get him into the outfield where he doesn't have to throw the ball across the infield you know the entire game those type of things to kind of take some uh, stress off his arm but uh, Braden's a competitor and talked to Braden yesterday if he comes out and gives us the same effort that he did uh uh, when we played North Star the first time, he he was really on fire, had good control of his fastball, and probably the best uh, breaking pitch that he's had this year. Well, I'm here with Brad Archer, Carney coach, as they get ready to take on Lincoln North Star. As we said, North Star beat the number one seed East on Tuesday night. Uh, big picture, what do you guys have to do to get out of here and have a chance to play on day two? Well, it's just like any other game. We need to have our pitchers throw strikes, and then we need to play defense uh, behind them. And then, you know, I think a lot of games, uh, especially the one-run games and those type of things, comes down to uh, which team gets the big uh, two-out hits, and, and that's something that we've struggled with a little bit. But we need somebody to step up when we have runners in scoring position and we have two outs that, uh, you know, to get a hit or two with two outs, and, and something like that can break the game wide open. All right, Coach, best of luck today, and uh, let's go get a couple. Okay, thanks. Carney High Baseball Coach Brad Archer with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. And we'll be back to Den Hartog Field in Lincoln for the Bearcats and Lincoln North Star right after this on ESPN Tri-Cities. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Balls and strikes, Jacob Yeager. 
As you just heard them announce the uh, umpires today, Jacob Yeager behind the plate as Carney getting ready to warm up as the home team. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. First off for Lincoln North Star is shortstop Cooper Westland. The left fielder batting second is Colton Reed doing the catching and batting third, Tyler Bishop. The cleanup hitter is the designated hitter, Caden Steiger, playing center and batting fifth, Connor Eitzman. At first base and batting sixth is Cade Sipe. In right field, batting seventh is Lyndon Brugman. On the mound, it will not be the same starter that Carney saw last Saturday. It'll be number six, Cameron Tynert. And at second base, Barrett Goff. They will DH for the third baseman, Davis Jones. Head coach Lanny Bowles, assisted by Brian Lammers. Lincoln North Star, six and eight, the number nine seed. For the eight seed, Carney High, it'll be Reese Bober at the starting spot in the number one hole as they've moved him up there. He's the second baseman. Braden Anderson, who pitched last week against North Star, will bat second. Batting third in left field is Cale Conrad. The designated hitter for Carney also is in the cleanup spot. That's Tanner Johnson. Easton Bruce will bat fifth and play center. Doing the catching and batting sixth, Max Myers. At third base, batting seventh, Corbin Rich. And in right field, batting eighth is Creed Martin. And the shortstop batting ninth, Seth Altwine. Defensively, Cash Roseberry will be at first base. Brad Archer, the head coach, Matt Connett, is the assistant, 8-9 and nine on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We're ready for the Heartland Athletic Conference baseball tournament to get underway. Uh, Lincoln North Star does hit the ball a little bit better. They are averaging 291 on the season, but uh, talking with assistant coach Brian Lammers before the game, they too have had some issues taking care of the baseball. And the first pitch of the ball game is going to be high and tight. Braden Anderson fires it in there. It is 47 degrees here, but the wind not too bad, only about 7 mile an hour. It's 1-0 to Cooper Westland. And the 1-0 pitch from Anderson is going to be swung on and skied into the air back over our heads and into the parking lot. So it only took two pitches to bring in our foul ball sponsor, Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See your agents, Amy Johnson and Mike Lewis. So trying to get some more baseballs here. Weren't properly stocked. I guess they're trying to get them from both teams, as they always do. Gives us a chance to tell you our injury situation. Everything's in good shape. Brought to you by... New by our friends at the Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. The winner gets number one, Lincoln East, and again, North Star knocked them off with the help of seven errors. They were up 8-3 to three going into the seventh and had to hold on for the 8-3 to three victory. The 1-1 pitch to Cooper Westland is going to be high. Actually, all three pitches have been a little up here. But the second one was fouled out of play. So two balls and one strike as Anderson tries to get settled in here to start the baseball game. The 2-1 pitch, that's a little down, but it's also inside, and it's 3-1. and one. Westland, Colton Reed, and Tyler Bishop to lead it off here in the first. And the pitch swung on and hit towards right field, but it's going to sail into foul ground. There's not much room here at Hartug. It's not like Carney's Memorial Field as uh, you get to the warning track before you even run out of fair territory. So it's out of play, and we are full to the opening batter of the baseball game in Cooper Westland. Westland comes into the ball game, hitting 289. Bishop, who will be coming up right there, too. And here's one crowded right back up the middle, and it's going to be into center field. 
Wasn't smashed. It was a little bit off the handle on the inside portion of the plate, but a leadoff single here for Cooper Westland to start the hack tournament. Cooper Westland, and that'll bring up Colton that Reed, the left fielder. Number three, Reed. Reed, hitting 262 so far on the season. A little bit of pop in the bats. Uh, he's got a couple of home runs. And again, the little wind that we have is blowing from the west today, so straight across to right field. First pitch is going to be nubbed towards second and picking it off there, Bober. So both the hits were off the handle, but that one was at Bober and a little line out for out number one. That'll bring up the catcher for North Stars Navigators in Tyler Bishop. One on, one out here in the top of the first inning. Defensively for Carney once again. Left field, Kale Conrad. Center field, Easton Bruce. Creed Martin is out in right field as Anderson checks the runner. Reed swung at the first pitch. Now Bishop, they'll throw over to first and back in plenty of time. At third base, Corbin Rich. He started at first on Tuesday against Grand Island. Seth Alt winds it short. Reese Bober at second. Cash Roseberry at first. Max Myers once again dons the pads behind the plate, and Braden Anderson is on the mound. Just underway here in the first inning. Setting up outside, Myers throws back to first. There's not much of a lead over there. But the leadoff man, Wesleyan, you anticipate, would have a little bit of speed with a chance to take off. Anderson checks over again after throwing over there twice. Comes set, now ready to deliver. First pitch is across the knees, strike one. Right down the middle, Tyler Bishop will take it for strike number one. And it's 0-1-1. Defensively, pretty straight up right here, nothing crazy. Roseberry holding the runner on, even with the bag at third is Corbin Rich. Outfield not overly deep, but it's a pretty spacious ballpark. There goes the runner. It was a hit and a run, and the ball's going to be fouled out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home, and it is now 0-2. 320 down the lines here at Den Hartug. 360 into the alleys and 400 to straightaway center field. And, of course, they have turfed the entire field. Beautiful looking. At Kearney, they still leave the outfield grass, but it's all turf here. And uh, that allows you to get away with some extra precipitation and still able to play. The pitch way high, and Myers is ready for it. It's one and two. Caden Steiger, the designated hitter, will be next. As you're listening to High School Baseball on KXPN Kearney, 92.1 FM and 1460 AM and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you on this Thursday, the opening day. Only can imagine what this will look like 24 hours from now with what the forecast says. 1-2 pitch. It's a pitch out and almost thrown to the backstop. Myers does another good job. They are really overly concerned with the runner, Cooper Westland. And now Bishop has even the count at 2-2 two two on two pitches well out of the strike zone high. Stepping out of the box and taking a little extra time is Bishop. Now he's ready to go. Top of the first. Just the third batter of the ball game. One on, one out here for North Star. Out of the stretch, Anderson. The 2-2 pitch. They send him again. It's high ball three, and the throw goes into center field. Nicely backed up there by Altwine because the runner, Westland, was ready to take off. And again, it looked like Westland was going to get that base stolen no matter what. And instead of working on the batter, Bishop, that's three straight pitches way high. And it's three and two. Myers didn't have much of a chance at all, so... Myers, who can put you down if 
You give him some good pitches. Let's see if Anderson can settle down and at least get Bishop out and get to a two-out count here. As we said, Bishop hitting 308. He also has a couple of home runs on the season. Steiger would be next. And he's been hitting 419. So a big pitch here. 3-2 pitch. High ball four. And Anderson has put a lot of pitches up in the zone. Even the strikes have been up in the zone. And so two on and one out. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Caden Steiger. For the first game that I've done this year, you know, Carney's got a lot of lefties, and it seems like most of their opponents have a lot of lefties. But the first four men up here are all right-handed batters for North Star. So first and second, one out, top of the first here. In a game Saturday that didn't see a lot of hits. Anderson trying to make sure nothing happens here. Out of the stretch and the pitch inside. And again, he has just got to forget about Cooper Westland back at second. He's dancing back there. He's looking two or three times. And it's ball one. Eitzman is on deck. Northstar trying to get something going here right away in the top of the first inning. Again, the infielder's squeezing back at second and the pitch. There's a strike, foul back and out of play. And it's one and one. The winner here plays Lincoln East. Also in this half of the bracket, Columbus is playing Northeast, and the winner will get Pius. Those games are at Sherman Field. Talking about the bottom half of the bracket here in just a second. One ball, one strike to Steiger. Two on, one out in the first. Setting up outside is Myers. And the pitch from Anderson. Oh, it's a good one, but a little low, says the umpire. And it's two and one. Bottom half of the bracket, the two seed is Archbishop Bergen. They'll play the Grand Island Lincoln High winner. That game is going on over at Densmore. Also at Densmore, Southeast is playing Norfolk. The winner will get Lincoln Southwest in the quarterfinal at three. Two one pitch from Anderson. Strike two called. Two balls, two strikes, two on, one out. A little double take there by the batter, Caden Steiger. Looked like a good pitch from Anderson. Comes set again on the 2-2 pitch. Brings it home, curveball, and it's outside, ball three. Steiger was ready, but he held up. Started to cock that bat towards the plate, but uh, decided that this was not the time. So three and two, and would North Star take a chance here? You got a 419 hitter up there. Westland has already shown that he'll fake the run. He stole second, and the 3-2 pitch. Anderson, there's time, yeah. Again, he was bothered. Westland gave him a little bit of a jump back there at second base. I thought maybe Anderson would step off the rubber. Instead, Steiger just finally called time. So a single, a little looping out, and then a walk, and now a 3-2 pitch from Anderson inside, ball four. And both the teams have talked about this, helping the other team out, whether it's errors, whether it's walks, whether there's hit batsmen. And now the bases are loaded for Connor Eitzman as Bishop trots to second, and Westland goes to third. A nice ground ball to an infielder might get him out of this. And it looks like he's going to go full windup this time now. Standing on the first base side of the rubber, Braden Anderson with North Star having something going here in the first. And the pitch down the pipe, strike one. No balls, one strike to Connor Eitzman. 
He is the center fielder here for Northstar. He's batting 333 for the six and eight Gators. Anderson wheels and deals and swung on in. Foul tipped at the plate, strike two, 0 and 2. Boy, he could use a strikeout. Again, he was ahead in the count, 0 2 to Bishop and ended up losing him on four straight pitches. All high and the last one in a little bit. Myers has got to knock down anything that bounces off the turf here. The 0-2 pitch, and it's a check swing. Just got a piece of it. Fouled away again. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Steve Corum, Wendy Vosser. So good eyes up there at the plate right now by Northstar. They have put the bat on the ball quite a few times to just flick it away. Another 0-2 pitch. And that one is chopped slowly in the hole. Rich picks it up, has to go to first, and they call him out. So out number two, it was a bang-bang play. There was no chance to get a double play, and I wasn't sure they were going to be able to get one. It was such a slow roller. And Rich will throw out Iceman for out number two. It is an RBI. And Kate Sipe will step in there. Cooper Westland comes across to score. 1-0 Northstar. Bishop advances to third. Steiger to second. So trying to get out of here with minimal damage after a couple of walks. Curve ball. Check swing. He went around. Strike one. Carney High. Basically the same lineup as far as offensively as they had Tuesday night against Grand Island. And that worked out early. The 0-1. Anderson fastball, strike two, had him fooled a little bit. He started him with a changeup, and then this time they set up outside and fired it down the middle. So after the bases have got loaded, nothing but strikes here from Braden Anderson. He needs one more to get out of trouble. one nothing North Star. Any 0-2 pitch, fastball just outside. That's exactly where Myers was set up, but not fooled is Sipe. One ball, two strikes. If he can get aboard, then Lyndon Brugman would be next, the right fielder. Carney trying to limit the damage here in the top of the first to just a single run. And Anderson, the 1-2 pitch. Another curveball out. Two balls, two strikes. So, got ahead of the count, just like he did earlier, and then tries to pick and nip at the corners and high and low. 2-2. Sipe doesn't get out of the batter's box. He just stands there waving the bat. Anderson delivers, and that's going to be poked foul. Again, behind the pitch, down the right field. Line well out of play, so we'll do it again. Again, you win this, you play Lincoln East right here at 3 o'clock. You lose an opponent to be determined tonight at 6, could be here, or it could be over at to Sherman. The pitch swung on and popped up in the infield. Roseberry comes over near the fence. Does he have room? No. His glove hit the fence as he went to make the catch. And again, in Kearney, he's out here in Lincoln. There's just not enough room. And staying alive is Cade Sipe. Cash didn't really stick his offhand out to see how close maybe he was to the fence that time. I'm not sure he would have been able to make the catch. It was really close. So it's two and two again. Two on, two out. One run across here in the top of the first for Northstar. Anderson really staring in. And the 2-2. Chopped towards first base. Roseberry's got it. Two steps on the bag. And that will retire the side. 
But for Lincoln Northstar, they pick up one run on one hit. There were no errors, and two men left on. After half an inning at the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, it's Lincoln Northstar 1, Carney coming up to bat on ESPN Tri-Cities. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Don't forget you can listen along online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lincoln, Holdridge, and Lexington. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Listen to our games live online or go back and check out the podcast as Carney comes to the plate here in the bottom of the first, trailing by a score of one to nothing. And on the mound for the Gators of Lincoln North Star is Cameron Tyner. He has made his seventh appearance, and he has a 2.78 ERA. Not noted as their number one, and for Carney High, they're going to go Cal Higgins second time. So Reese Bober stands in the first pitch of the ball. Game is going to be outside. Ball one. Reese Bober, Braden Anderson, Kale Conrad to get things underway here in the bottom of the first for Carney. And the 1-0 pitch. Swung on and popped up. Will it stay in play? No, it's over. The Lincoln North Star dugout along the first base side. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. Robert Kayat, Robert Fitzgerald will help you out. Grand Island Lincoln High, Columbus Lincoln Northeast, Norfolk Lincoln Southeast, the other games that are going on at this point. We'll also keep you up to date on what's going on at the NCAA Volleyball Tournament. As the pitch is going to miss, ball two, two and one. A delivery that is very exaggerated here from Cameron Tynert. Rocks back and then fires, and it's high and away, ball three. So a couple of walks hurt Carney and Braden Anderson in the first inning. And Bober has worked the count 3-1 here to start the game. And the pitch from Tyner down the middle, and it's swung on and hit into short right field, and that one is going to be caught by Lyndon Brugman. So a pop out to right field to start the ball game for Carney, 
And Braden Anderson doing the pitching, holding on to that number two spot here today. At the NCAA tournament, Pepperdine has taken the second set to even it up with Baylor. Louisville has taken the second set to even it up with San Diego. Ohio State is up 2-0 on Missouri. Oregon is up 2-0 on Notre Dame. Again, we'll have Nebraska and Texas State on KHAS. Pre-game at 2, serve in the air at around 2.30. And a fastball outside to Anderson, ball one. Again, you take a look here at uh, what's going on defensively for North Star. As the pitch comes in, just a little high, ball two. They're playing straight up, although I will say the shortstop, Cooper Westland, is a little more towards third and deep in the hole. Right fielder, Lyndon Brugman, is playing in significantly. Anything to the gap in right center would be awesome. Anderson, 2-0, taken all the way, and it's just a little bit high, ball three. So our home plate umpire, Jacob Yeager, wants him just a little bit lower than that. And the 3-0 should be taken all the way. He is over the outside third for strike number one. 3-1 to Anderson. Kale Conrad next. If Carney can get something going, Tanner Johnson would get to the plate here. 1-0 North Star. Bottom of the first, the 3-1 pitch. It's low and away. Ball four. So Brayden Anderson will draw the walk. With one out, and Kale Conrad will step in there for the Bearcats. Bearcat left fielder, number 10, Kale Conrad. For Conrad, he's hitting 294-ish on the season. We're going to get a courtesy runner here for Carney, and that will be Riley Miller. Miller, who pitched well in the game on Tuesday night against Grand Island, so you can courtesy run for the pitcher and catcher. And with Anderson doing that, even though he's got a little bit of speed, they're going to try to save him and utilize Miller. So Kale Conrad playing left field. The left-hander stands in there. Again, with that good-looking open batting stance. And let's see what Miller decides to do. Northstar had a stolen base in the first, and a curveball way inside. It hits the ground, and did it hit him? Yes, it did. So, hit by pitch is Kale Conrad. That'll put runners at first and second. Reminds me of what we saw last night in the no-hitter that was thrown by the Chicago White Sox. Carlos Rodon, unfortunately, had a perfect game going into the ninth and had a pitch that just bounced off the batter's toe. Didn't even attempt to get out of the way, and that's why it went from a perfect game to a no-hitter, and that was in the ninth. So standing in there, Tanner Johnson, and he'll take a fastball in. So Carney High trying to take advantage of a couple of things with a walk and a hit batter. Lincoln Northstar did at the top of the inning with those two walks and a single hit with an RBI ground out. Two on, one out to Johnson. And the pitch is a strike dropped by the catcher, but just right in front of him. So it's one and one. Easton Bruce would be next. Anderson at second. Conrad at first. And a 1-1 count to Tanner Johnson. Now obviously playing a lot deeper in right field and coming in on the left side. Although Johnson can hit it that way if you put it out there for him. He'll swing and fist it into the crowd here. Foul ball. Strike two. One and two. Johnson does have... I'm sure too many strikeouts for his liking, but again, he had a rough game on Tuesday, but it seemed to really been getting better here the last six, seven ball games of the season after a rough start. So now one and two. 
Waiting for the pitcher to come set before he puts that bat in the position he wants. Now we're ready. And Tyner brings it home. Curveball down. Ball two. Had a lot of movement on it. Just wasn't in the strike zone. Two balls, two strikes. Defensively for North Star, Colton Reed in left. Connor Eitzman in center. Lyndon Brugman in right. Davis Jones at third. Barrett Goff at second. Cade Seip at first. And Cooper Westland, the shortstop. Tyler Bishop, the catcher. And Cameron Tynert brings it home. The 2-2 pitch right back off his glove. The runners thought he caught it. It's going to be an easy force out at third. There was nothing that Braden Anderson, excuse me, I guess it's Miller running for him. It hit right into the heel of the glove, and you couldn't tell if he caught it or not. So Miller started back, and then he was in no man's land. So reaching on a fielder's choice is Tanner Johnson. And Anderson will be out first uh, from pitcher to third for out number two. Conrad down to second, and Easton Bruce now. Again, has put himself in a two-out situation. He had a two-RBI single with two outs against GI on Tuesday. And the pitch. Outside, throwback to first. It's close. They're going to call him safe. Nice play. Just getting in there, Tanner Johnson, and a good throw from Tyler Bishop. Pitch was a ball, so it is 1-0. Max Myers on deck. Another lefty here in Easton Bruce. Gets right up on top of that plate. His toes almost touching the white of the batter's box. The pitch swung on and grounded foul down the first baseline. And Coach Redmond, or is that Coach Conant over there, excuse me, uh, picking up that foul ball. One ball, one strike. Carney needs to make something happen here with the opportunities they've been given in the bottom of the first. They trail. By a score of one to nothing here in the bottom of the first. Two on, two out, and the pitch to Bruce. Curveball, and he fouls it back again. There's not a lot of room behind home plate, and it's going to land, as you probably heard, on top of the press box. So strike two to Bruce. One and two. I was watching the Royals broadcast yesterday. They were talking about the Royals starting pitcher reminding them of Kevin Apier. And, of course, uh, that would have been their starting pitcher in Brad Keller. That's kind of what Tyner looks like. He really reaches back low with the ball in his pitching hand when he goes full windup. Right now he is in the stretch and the pitch. Bruce swung on and missed strike three. So Carney high, inability to get a base hit here in the first inning, and they'll leave a couple on. No runs, no hits. There were no errors. A walk and a hit batter, two men left on. And after one inning of play here at the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. It's Lincoln North Star 1, Carney nothing. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Start of the second, Lyndon Brugman, the number seven hitter, right fielder, swings at a breaking ball for strike one. And Braden Anderson will fire a fastball in that's fouled back to the screen for strike two. So it's 0-2 Brugman, Cameron Tyrant, the pitcher, and second baseman Barrett Goff. 7-8-9 here to get it going in the second for Lincoln Northstar with a 1-0 lead over Kearney. So 0-2 again, Anderson ahead in the count in our high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by ENT Physicians, Fanatics, and Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. The 0-2. Breaking ball started to offer, but it bounces in the dirt. Ball one, or as we say here, the turf at beautiful Den Hartug Field. Anderson set again. A little more deliberate here on the 1-2 pitch. Fires it in. It's foul tipped and held by Max Myers for the first strike out of the ball game for Braden Anderson. And that'll bring up the opposing pitcher, Cameron Tynert. He bats in the number eight slot. Again, a reminder to vote on your favorite student athlete for our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month. Had a few come in the last couple of days. Brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. Pitches way outside. Ball one on a changeup. Again, just go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. We have one boy and one girl winner each month. It doesn't matter if it's baseball, track, golf, tennis, whatever else is going on here, soccer in the springtime. Casey Pierce of Pleasanton, Matt Wiseman of Gibbon, last month's winners. Fastball chopped towards third, but foul. A lot of top spin on that one. And it's strike one. One ball, one strike, one out here in the top of the second, and one run on the board. And it's for Lincoln Northstar. And the first offering now from Anderson is right back to the screen. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Rhonda Johnson or Lori Rogers after one inning. Grand Island, five. Lincoln High, nothing. The Islanders, a five spot in the first over at Densmore. One ball, two strikes again, the offering to Tynert, grounded towards third. Two hopper, Rich waits for it, fields it, throw across, and it is in time to Roseberry, who makes the stretch. Corbin had a little problem last Saturday, but makes a nice throw there. Two up, two down, and that'll bring up Barrett Goff, the second baseman for North Star. Navigator, second baseman, number 12, Barrett Goff. 2-1 the score Saturday when these teams battled. Carney blasted Lincoln High 13-1 in the other game of that triangular down here. And the pitch by Anderson swung on and 
Again, pop down the right field line. Roseberry giving chase, and also coming over is the right fielder, Creed Martin. He'll slide but can't get there in time, and it'll just be a foul ball for strike one. So Goff back to the plate. Martin, who made some really nice defensive plays throughout the season, had to laugh when assistant coach Connick called him the sun player. If the sun's going to be in your eyes and right, they put him there. If it's going to be in your eyes and left, they put him there. He needs a endorsement from a sunglasses company. Curveball, nope, it's going to stay up high. And it is ball one. One and one to Goff. Deep over at second, basically in the outfield for Reese Bober. The one-one. Strike two, or is it just outside? Ooh, everybody wanted it in Carney black and blue, but didn't get the call. And it's ball two. If Goff reaches, then Cooper Westland, who singled to start the ball game and came around to score. 2-1 2-1 pitch. That one's fisted right back over us again. Ball two. Two and two. one nothing Lincoln North Star. Winner plays the top seed East at 3 o'clock. And the pitch from Anderson. Fastball that sails away. Three and two. So full count here to the number nine hitter. Don't want to walk anybody. Obviously don't want to walk the number nine guy. A chance to get out of here. Three up, three down. See if he just challenges him right down the middle. He does. Strike three. Called. Tried to sprint towards first to sell it to the umpire, but he just said, here, I'm going to throw it down the middle. Let's see if you can get a base hit. So two strikeouts in the inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. After an inning of a half, it's Lincoln North Star 1, Carney nothing on ESPN Tri-Cities. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney online at headtotheshed.com. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Doug Duda with his. We go to the bottom of the second. It'll be 6, 7, and 8 for Carney. Max Myers, Corbin Rich, Creed Martin against the Navigators' Cameron Tynert. one nothing North Star. First pitch to Myers. He jumps on it and fouls it past Coach Archer in the third base box. Thought about going after it, and it just keeps going. So he says to Riley Miller, now you go get it. You're in charge. <laughs> Strike one, 0-1. Oh the pitch to Myers, low and away. Ball one, one ball, one strike. Max has been 
strapped with the duties of catching most of the year here. Offensively, has found a little bit of a at-bat that has moved him up in the order. But he'll take this one outside. 316 had a base hit in Tuesday night's game. 2-1 and one to Myers with Rich on deck, who had a great game, made it on base every time. Three for three with a walk. There's a fastball taken all the way for strike two. Was playing even with the bag at third, Davis Jones. Now with the two strikes, he'll back up. Corbin Rich waiting on deck. Playing pretty deep in center right here for Myers is Connor Eitzman. The 2-2 pitch. Swung on and hit into the air to right field. Should be a can of corn. Under it is Lyndon Brugman, and he'll record his second put out in as many innings. So Myers flies out to right. Bober flied out to right to start the first. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Corbin Rich. He'd struggled with his average. As we said, his RBI production has been pretty good. But then he had a big game. They moved him down in the order a little bit. Uh, Tuesday night, three for three with a walk. Yeah. Elevate his average up to 271. See if he can get something going here for the Bearcats. First pitch outside. He'd been having troubles with the curveball. That's what they started with here, but it was way outside. 1-0. Again, Northstar scored in the top of the first with the help of a couple of walks and a ground out. Fastball swung on by Rich and foul tipped into the catcher's glove for strike one. Both Carney games, win or lose this one here on ESPN Tri-Cities today. Royals, who beat the Angels yesterday here on ESPN, will start a series at home with Toronto tonight on the breeze, 94.5 at 710. 1-1 to Rich. He's going to hammer that to right field and backing up over the head of Brugman off the wall. He'll have to go chase it down. Rich rounding second, and that will be a stand-up double. (laughs) And that is the Corbin Rich We're used to seeing he can handle a fastball and a one-out double here. And the Bearcats have a runner in scoring position. They had runners at first and second with one out in the first and couldn't get anything done. Now they have a runner at second with one out in the second. And Creed Martin will stand in there. Now the bottom of the order has not had a huge positive batting average. 233 for Martin and Altwine hitting about 200. Can they find a way to manufacture one here? Don't expect Rich to get too far off the second base bag. And the fastball is high. Ball one to Martin. Again, Grand Island put up a five spot in the first inning. They have a 5-0 lead over Lincoln High. Columbus playing Lincoln Northeast. Norfolk playing Lincoln Southeast. Try and get some scores on those for you as well. Fastball taken in there for strike one by Creed Martin. Looked like he was going to wait for a strike, and he got one there. One and one. Rich just takes about three, four steps off of second base. Playing in at third, Davis Jones. Actually in on the grass. And the one-one pitch. Grounded towards short. Rich is going to try to go to third, and he will. The play is at first, and Cooper Westland will throw him out. Hit it right at the umpire, so Rich at the first wasn't sure. And then when the umpire moved, he took off. So Rich, 90 feet away from tying it, but two outs here. 
And Seth Altwine, the shortstop, will stand in there to complete the first time through the batting order for Carney. Again, the outfield comes in a little bit, fairly shallow. And the first pitch to him. Swung on and hit down the right field line, but it's going to be foul and it's going to get out of here. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Roberts Fitzgerald, Mark Shipperwright. Thank you to them and our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you high school baseball, not just home real estate, but our friends at Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Johnson Landscape. And the 0-1 sails just outside, ball one, one and one. Again, if we make it into day two, the games are all here at Hartog. If they can't play tomorrow, they move it to Saturday. And the pitch, big sweeping curveball that started high and ended up a little too high. Had good motion on it for a curveball that high. Usually, if you keep them up, they're not going to see a lot of break, and that did drop down, but still only about the armpits. And it's 2-1 and one to Altwine. Fastball took that one down the middle for strike two. Reese Bober hoping he gets a chance to bat here in the second inning. Corbin Rich is at third, but there are two outs in the bottom of the second. one nothing Lincoln North Star. Two and two with two outs to Seth Altwine. Cameron Tyner goes out of the full windup with the runner at third and delivers the 2-2. Swung on and fouled back to the screen. We'll do it again. Could be setting him up for another curveball right here. I would expect to see that against the number nine batter. Again, it was about 47 degrees at first pitch. The wind wasn't too bad. Seven mile an hour when we got things underway. The 2-2 pitch again. Swung on and fouled back again. Temperature right now 49 with the wind feels about 46. Again, it's blowing out of the west, so what we have is barely rippling the flag. It's not even that strong right now. So another 2-2 pitch on the way to Seth Altwine. Curveball up. Figured he was setting him up for a curveball, and another one that was up, it's full. Three and two. So payoff pitch time now for Cameron Tynert. Can Altwine find some outfield grass here? Trying to tie the ball game with two outs here in the bottom of the second. And the 3-2 offering. Fastball ripped at third. It bounces in front of the third baseman. Picks it up. Throws to first. He's safe. And he overthrows first, but the runner will go nowhere. It was a line drive at Davis Jones that he didn't catch. It was going to be right at the ground. And he wasn't sure whether to play the hopper to try to catch it. He tried to catch it and just smothered it. And by that time, they give Seth Altwine a hit on that. No, excuse me. They do give him a hit. That was a tough one. So an RBI. And we are tied at one as Rich is able to come in and score. So Bober, who flew out to right, will step in there. And the first pitch to Bober. They're going to run, throw down to second, and he held on to it. He's got him. So Altwine, they kind of thought maybe just run on the first pitch. The throw was towards first base, but a nice play to throw Altwine out. Caught stealing. But one run on two hits. There were no errors and nobody left on. After two innings in the opening round of the Hartnett Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament, Carney and Northstar are tied at one on ESPN Tri-Cities. Our baseball action brought to you by Great Western Bank. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. We go to the top of the third inning here on ESPN Tri-Cities from Den Hartug Field at Activities Complex at Lincoln East High School. Just to the east side of Seacrest Field, they continue to build up the facilities here. Carney High playing Norfolk in soccer. They're taking going to Omaha Burke in track. Carney Catholic tennis team's in action today. They've got a duel. A lot going on as we go to the top of the second. Top of the order, Cooper Westland. He'll start with a foul ball just inside the third base bag. Again, it bounced in fair territory, and then after that last bounce, about 10 feet from the bag, went left. Westland started the game with a single, and he scored on an RBI ground out from Connor Eitzman. 1-1 is your score. Westland, Reed Bishop. Here in the third, Braden Anderson, fastball, strike two. 0 and 2. So both pitchers, second time through the lineup, should be settled in in a 1 1 ball game. And the 0 2 to Westland. Fastball chopped towards short. All one who is deep. He charges, he grabs, he throws. He's out of there. Good hustle play, but again, Chop had short and Alt-Wine playing on the outfield grass, had to charge that and makes a nice play. That'll bring up Colton Reed. And again, now we've batted around with no more hits after that Westland hit to start the ball game. Colton Reed looped one out to second baseman Reese Bober. It was a fist shot. Here he takes the first pitch outside, ball one. Carney High Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Brought to you by the Bike Shed, Optical Gallery, and Insurance Connection. Anderson wheels and deals, and that's going to be skied into right field. Crete Martin backs up, settles under it. The wind takes it. He has to dive after it, but makes the catch. Kind of got turned around out there in right. But two up, two down. And that'll bring up the catcher, Tyler Bishop. Bishop was down on the count 0-2. This is kind of where things went south. In the first inning, as they were worried about Westland stealing the base, and it went from 0-2 to four straight pitches that were out of the zone and back-to-back walks for Anderson. But now nobody on with two outs here. In the top of the third, 1-1, Carney and Lincoln Northstar. And the fastball is hit into right center field. That one is going to find the gap. That one is going to bounce into the wall. That's at least a double. Let's see if they go for the triple. Martin picks it up and gets it in quickly. So they'll hold Bishop at second. So Tyler with a two-out double. 
Putting a runner in scoring position for the cleanup hitter and designated hitter Caden Steiger, who's hitting over 400 for the Navigators. As we said, he did draw a walk to load the bases in the first inning. So North Star trying to make something happen here with a couple men gone. And the heart of their lineup at the plate. Anderson out of the stretch. Checks the runner. And the first pitch to Steiger after a long stare back is a pitch down in the way for ball one. One and oh. NCAA Volleyball Tournament, Pepperdine has taken the third set from Baylor. They're up 2-1. Louisville has rallied for a 2-1 lead over San Diego. And then we had a couple of sweeps. Oregon over Notre Dame and Ohio State swept Missouri. 1-0 pitch now to Steiger. Fastball chopped towards short. Off the hop, Altwine's got it. Throws across the diamond, and it's dropped. It's dropped at first base, and that has been an Achilles heel for Kearney. Throws, fly balls, and first baseman. And Carnage used at least three different first basemen, and it just fell out of the glove of Roseberry. And so Steiger is on on the air, and the inning stays alive. Runners at the corner for Connor Eitzman. He had the RBI ground out to third, and it was just a very weak one. Rich made a nice play just to get the out at first. So Anderson now has to work to get an extra out here in the third. And again, if you can get the out here, all's forgotten. The pitch, fastball, caught the outside corner, strike one. Live on that spot. North Star fans did not agree. Carney saying, all right. And love what the North Star fans said, just take it to right, which is exactly what you can do with that outside pitch, but not exactly crowding the plate either. The 0-1, swung on and skied in the air. That's going to stay on the infield. Who's going to find it? It's drifting on the third baseline. Rich, oh, he got it. It would have been a fair ball. And that will end the top of the third on a fly out to third. So no runs, one hit, one error, and two men left on. We go to the bottom of the third. Carney and Lincoln North Star tied at one in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Kearney Baseball. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. Another score from first-round action in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. In the bottom of the third, Columbus leads Lincoln Northeast 2 to nothing. Again, Grand Island had jumped out 5-0 on Lincoln High. We'll get you an update on that. The other game, Lincoln Southeast playing Norfolk. Doug Duda along with our producer-engineer, Grant Ty. Thanks to all those sponsors allowing us to bring you high school baseball. And 
Maybe a familiar name a few folks know. Jason Owens is staying in the press box to stay warm here today and uh, take care of everything else. He's, he's in the command center. He would love to be outside, but he's in the command center right here. So Reese Bober was at the plate when Altwine was thrown out trying to steal to end the second inning. So top of the order, Reese Bober, Braden Anderson, Kale Conrad, just like Northstar had one, two, three in the top of the third. Carney has one, two, three in the bottom of the third. Bober flew out to right, and he'll take a fastball for a strike here. Again, playing in on the third base side, anticipating a possible drop-down bunt is Davis Jones. And the 0-1 to Bober. Sweeping changeup is called strike two. Makes a big difference if those change-ups and curveballs can hit the strike zone as opposed to what we've seen from Tyner. He's got movement. He just hasn't got a lot of strikes on his off-speed. Now it's an 0-2 pitch to Bober. Way outside. Just wasted that one because Tyler Bishop barely almost caught it barehanded because he knew what they were trying to do. 1-2, and two, Braden Anderson would be next. 1-1, one, one, bottom of the third. And the pitch to Bober. Fastball lined at the shortstop, and it's hauled in by Cooper Westland. Hit right on the nose, but right at Westland. And out number one. That'll bring up the pitcher, Braden Anderson. He walked in the first. Conrad then got hit by a pitch, but Carney couldn't get anything across the plate in the first. They did when Corbin Rich scored on an RBI infield single from Seth Altwine. And the pitch to Anderson outside. Ball one, one and oh. Carney Catholic hiring a new softball coach. UNK alum Sidney Tidwell going to take over for John Rule. Of course, the Stars were the state runner-up last year, so good program there in its infancy. Started by Russ Heemstra, and they have done some really good things. Strike one called here to Anderson, so it's one and one as he awaits the pitch. Strike two on an off-speeder, one and two. Cale Conrad on deck. So now Cameron Tynert is starting to find the plate here to the first two men on the off-speed here in the third inning. Again, 1-1 is your score. And the pitch to Anderson outside. Two balls, two strikes. Conrad and Johnson hoping to get a chance to get something going here in the third, give Carney the lead. Again, Saturday it was 2-1. to one. Right now it's 1-1. to one. couple hits for each team. The pitch to Anderson, just up for ball three, three and two. Bishop tried to frame it back over the plate. So it's a full count. Braden Anderson standing in there. In the field playing deep in the middle, and the 3-2 pitch is going to be over the outside corner. Strike three called. So a called strikeout against Carney. North Star has had one, and the first two men are put down here for the Bearcats, and that'll leave it up to the left fielder, Cale Conrad, who was plunked on a curveball on the very first pitch he saw in the first inning. So the lefty stands in there for the Bearcats. And the first pitch is going to be up and in, fastball, ball one. In UNK, we'll play a little volleyball in the MIAA tournament beginning tomorrow afternoon at 3 in the quarters. The semis and championships down at Topeka coming up on Saturday. The 1-0 pitch to Conrad. Another fastball, and that one over the inner corner is strike one, one and one. 
Husker football should have an okay day for that open practice to 4,000 fans on Saturday. Creighton did pick up a baseball series with San Jose State over the weekend. Pitch swung on and missed by Conrad, strike two. San Jose State was supposed to play New Mexico, but they were coveted out, and Creighton was supposed to play UConn, and they were coveted out Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the series at TD Ameritrade. One ball, two strikes, nobody on, two outs here to Kale Conrad. Bottom of the third tie ball game, and he will foul one back and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Susan Bice or Ryan Bruna, your Home Real Estate agents. Doug Duda with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Another one-two pitch to Conrad. Curveball of beauty, and strike three had him fooled. So back-to-back strikeouts here. To end the third inning for Cameron Tyner. Zero runs, zero hits, zero errors. Nobody left on. After three complete at the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Brought to you by Great Western Bank. Carney and Lincoln North Star. Knotted up at one. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. And again, back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug, you glad to have you along on this opening day of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. And it's not official yet, but weather tomorrow doesn't set up to play. It would move to Saturday. So Cade Sipe, 6, 7, and 8 here in the top of the fourth for Lincoln Northstar. Sipe. Grounded out to the shortstop, Roseberry, to end the first, and he'll take the first pitch here for called strike one. Starters have went the distance, and both have done well. Braden Anderson out there for Carney. Cameron Tynert for Lincoln Northstar. Anderson, two strikeouts, two walks, and those two walks were both in the first inning, and they did haunt him because it loaded the bases and allowed a run to score on a ground out. Fastball here outside ball one. Lyndon Brugman would be next, and Cameron Tynert in the top of the fourth for the Navigators. Fastball fouled away and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. Once Carney gets done with the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament, uh, they have played a lot of baseball already. But uh, the Bearcats will then go to Millard North Monday, and then we've got Creighton Prep one week from today, a doubleheader here on ESPN. Strike three, ball gets away, and they throw it down to Cash Roseberry, and he's able to stretch and haul that one in. They made him work as Max Myers threw it a little wide out there. But a strikeout for Anderson, and Seif is retired. And Lyndon Brugman, who was a strikeout victim in the second inning, will stand in there. He is one of the 
Only left-handed hitters here for Lincoln Northstar. And the pitch from Anderson is swung at. Just trying to protect the strike zone almost. And fouled back strike one. Lincoln Southeast, a 10-0 lead over Norfolk. So they're cruising right now. And another first-round game. Trying to square to bunt and missing it is Lyndon Brugman. So strike two, 0-2. The pitch was up and away. He was trying to drag bunt it. And obviously, with all the motion going forward, couldn't pull it back. So no balls, two strikes. Rich will go back to his spot at third. And the pitch from Anderson hit down the left field line, but foul. And out of play. Cameron Tyner will be next. And Barrett Goff would finish things up here in the nine hole if they can get to him. But Lincoln Northstar, just a couple of hits in the ball game. And the pitch inside almost hit him. Good job of dancing out of there on a big sweeping breaking ball from Braden Anderson. One ball, two strikes. It's 1-1, Carney and Lincoln Northstar. We're in the top of the fourth with nobody on and one out. And a 1-2 count here to Lyndon Brugman. The right fielder with a left-handed stick. Grounds it towards second. Bober right there. Picks it up. Fires over to Roseberry. Two up, two down. And that'll bring up the North Star pitcher, Cameron Tynert. He grounded out to third the first time up. Navigator pitcher, number six, Cameron Tynert. So Anderson has been in really good control since those two walks in the first inning. He did give out a two-out double to Bishop in the third, but that's been it. Now trying to get a 1-2-3 inning and gets it outside. He went 1-2-3 against the bottom of the order in the second. 1-0 the count to Cameron Tyner. Waits for Tyner to get set. And now the pitch. Fastball right down the middle, but it is a little low. Ball 2. 2-0. Barrett Goff on deck. If anything happens. And the 2-0. Swung on and popped towards right field. Wind trying to keep it in play. It won't happen for Carney as it just pushes it out again. The wind's not much. It's about 5 to 7 mile an hour. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. 2-1. and one. But a hitter's pitch and Tynert went after it. Again, a reminder that we have Nebraska volleyball coming your way. 2 o'clock pregame, 2.30, first serve against Texas State, who's played more games than anybody in Division One from the fall and the spring, 38 matches. They won in four yesterday against Utah Valley, trying to throw a little off speed. You could tell Braden Anderson it was high. He looked at his hand immediately when he let it go because it just slid right out of his hand. So it's 3-1. and one. Again, Anderson might just say to the number eight hitter, here it is, let's see what happens. 3-1 pitch, swung on and fouled away again. Anderson's fastball has had the batters in the lower part of the North Star order behind it. And now the count full, trying to finish things off here in the fourth in a 1-1 ball game. Carney is the home team. The pitch from Anderson. Swung on and poked towards right field. Coming over Martin. Not going to get there. It's a fair ball, and it bounces to the wall. So for the second straight inning, a two-out double for Lincoln Northstar. And again, you kind of have a hitter's count. 
Kept it fair down that right field line, and that'll bring up Barrett Goff, who went down on strikes. He was called out on a 3-2 pitch to end the second inning, and we are going to get a courtesy runner here for Lincoln Northstar. So the runner will be Jake Quavedo. Quavedo slides in there to be the courtesy runner. So Anderson now needs to find a way to get this Number nine man out and get the offense up there. When Carney comes to the plate in the fourth, it'll be the middle of the order. Johnson, Bruce Myers, 4-5-6. Winner gets to take on number one, Lincoln East. Again, Carney had a 4-0 lead on him after the first inning, but then East just pounded the baseball after that to get the victory. And Northstar upset him on Tuesday, but East had seven errors. Fastball, chopped towards second. Bober waits for it, got it, flips it over to first for his second put out here of the inning. No runs on one hit, no errors, and one man left on. We go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Carney and Northstar 1-1 in the opening round of the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament on ESPN Tri-Cities. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Carney Baseball! At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Well, there, producer engineer Grant Ty, Doug Duda with you. You're home for Carney Sports as Carney High is tied 1 1 with Lincoln North Star going to the bottom of the fourth inning. Grand Island now has a 10 0 lead over Lincoln High after three innings. As we said, Lincoln Southeast was up on Norfolk 10 0. And at last check, Columbus was up on Lincoln Northeast by a couple of runs. Well, this game's starting to take shape of the one that we had on Saturday. You hope that you don't make a mistake right now, Carney, with two hits to Lincoln North Stars three. It'll be Tanner Johnson, Easton Bruce, and Max Myers here in the bottom of the fourth inning in a 1-1 ball game. And some of these guys aren't going to see many more at-bats. So Ken Carney gets something going here to give Brayden Anderson some breathing room against Cameron Tynert of North Star. Johnson stands in there, grounded into a fielder's choice the first time. And the first pitch is a fastball away. Ball one. He actually lined it off the pitcher. and was able to get the force play at third. And the 1-0. Chopped up the middle. Making the play is Barrett Goff. Throws against his body and called him out. Bang, bang, play over at first. Had to wait to see what our umpire said. Obviously, both sides a little hoping that it was going to be theirs. I thought maybe he beat it out, but it was extremely close. Bearcat center fielder, number one, Easton Bruce. So Johnson thrown out by the second baseman, Goff, and that'll bring up Easton Bruce, who went down swinging to end the first. 
Another lefty here against Cameron Tyner. Pitch takes it right down the pipe, strike one. And Bruce not afraid to swing at the first pitch. I know that there's been some discussion about taking some pitches for Carney, but Bruce has been a pretty good first pitch hitter. And the 0-1 to Bruce. Takes another one in there for strike two. Little changeup that was almost in the exact same spot. So Bruce down on the count, 0-2. That doesn't happen to him very often. Myers is on deck. The 0-2 pitch to Bruce. Swung on and skied into the air towards left. Short left, shortstop. Westland coming over, calls for it, and on the foul line will make the catch. So Easton Bruce will foul out to the shortstop for out number two. And that'll bring up the Carney catcher, Max Myers, who flew out to right to start the second inning. So that's five straight batters retired here by Cameron Tyner. Second time through the order. And Myers stands in there. Could have a quick fourth inning here. The pitch to Myers. Breaking ball curves outside, ball one. Rich, who doubled and scored Carney's only run, is on deck. Took it over the right fielder's head. This one is going to be nubbed towards first base with some foul territory. Can't even dive for it. Cade Sipe made a run, but it was just so off the fist it didn't get out to him. Strike one. One and one to Myers. We'd have had some broken wooden bats if that was what they were using today because there was a couple that sawed off on the North Star batters in the first inning and a couple since then on Carney. One ball, one strike against Myers. Nobody on. Two out here, bottom of the fourth. We're still tied at one. The pitch. Hammered towards left. That's well hit. That is deep. It's going to stay in the ballpark, and camping under it is Colton Reed. But Myers gave it a ride to deep left field, and it's three up, three down here in the bottom of the fourth. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. We go to the top of the fifth. Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament opening round. Carney and Grand Island tied at one. Our high school baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Doug Duda back with you here at Den Hartog Field. Big thank you to all the folks allowing us to bring you today's baseball action. Checking what's going on at the NCAA Volleyball Tournament. Baylor has forced a fifth set with Pepperdine. Louisville still leading San Diego. Two sets to one, and it's tied at 24 in the fourth. Earlier today in second round action and a couple of sweeps, Oregon over Notre Dame and the nine-seed Ohio State over Missouri. 
Back to action here with a 1-1 count as we go to the top of the fifth inning on KXPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Top of the order, Cooper Westland, one for two, singled and grounded out to short. Westland, Reed, Bishop for North Star. The first pitch, strike. Not where Myers was set up, but he did a good job to get his glove over there and take called strike one. Again, Lincoln North Star, three hits. They had two out doubles in the last two innings. And Westland had the other one to lead off the game, and he'll foul one out of play and quickly down on the count. 0-2, our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate, C. Amy Johnson or Wendy Vosser, among your home real estate agents. It is Columbus 2, Lincoln Northeast nothing. They are in the top of the fifth. Grand Island leading Lincoln High 10-0. Lincoln Southeast leading Norfolk 10-0. Fastball outside, ball one. Trying to get Westland to offer it one just outside the zone. And Carney playing the defense straight up. 1-2 pitch again. Curveball out. Ball two. So far in the game, three strikeouts and two walks for Anderson. Both those walks were in the first. And the 2-2 pitch to Cooper Westland is going to be knifed foul down the right field line and out of play. We'll do it again. Colton Reed will be on deck. So Westland a single, Bishop a double, and Tyner a double. Those are the three hits so far for Lincoln Norstock. Game kind of playing out, I believe, as both coaches figured it would. Anderson's curveball fouled back towards the parking lot. I only look because it bounces very close to the ESPN vehicle. <laughs> but bouncing, that's the key. As long as it doesn't hit it on the fly. There you go. Our Midway Auto dealership's getting us where we need to be. 2-2 again. Fastball skied to left. It's plenty of room here for Kale Conrad. Comes in, gets the glove up, and makes the catch. Of course, early in the season, that's nerves for anybody out there because we've seen everybody for Carney make an error. We've seen some drop fly balls as well, but he's able to haul that one in. Navigators, number three, left fielder. So another one put down here by Anderson and Colton Reed. Looped one out to second and flew out to right. Carney doesn't shade him that way, though. Although the left fielder off the line, he lays down a bunt, and it's going to be foul down the third base line. Anything to get something going, put that ball in play. North Star, I'm sure, aware of Carney's errors in their fielding percentage. And as Coach Archer said in the pregame, it's not even so much fielding the ball, it's the throw to first. One of the key reasons they didn't have an error is because they only had to throw to first, I believe, twice on Tuesday. The pitch swung on and hit down the right field line, but it's going to curve foul. As we said, not a lot of room. It actually stayed on the field, but uh, it was foul. So getting ahead in the count, doing well. Anderson, one of those pitchers that shakes off that first inning. If you don't get him in the first, it might be kind of hard to get to. And it's 0-2 to Colton Reed. Tyler Bishop, the only navigator to reach the first two times, is on deck. The catcher for North Star. 0-2 pitch. Curveball just missed. There's one that actually you could have offered at. Ball one, one and two. Anderson, the few times that he has had an 0-2 count, has not thrown a strike. Tries to get him to bite, just like he had Westland. And eventually flew out. Now the 1-2 pitch from Anderson. That's going to be fisted foul again down the right field line. As we said, everything Reed has hit has been that way. But Bruce is playing it straight up 
as can be out in center. Conrad is off the left field line. And we'll do it again. Another one-two pitch to Colton Reed. Curveball, check swing, got him, strike three. So there is strikeout number four of the ball game for Braden Anderson, two up, two down for the uh, third straight inning. In fact, the fourth straight inning. And Tyler Bishop will stand in there, walked in the first, and then doubled with two outs in the third. One, two, three in the second. And then you had the two out doubles in the third and the fourth. And the first two guys down here, and the pitch is inside, backing out of the way, Bishop. Ball one. 1-1, one, one, top of the fifth. The winner plays at three against Lincoln East, the top seed. The loser, the way the games are playing, would stay here and play at six in a consolation game. The pitch outside. Ball two. 2-0 two oh to Tyler Bishop. So Braden got off to great starts here against Westland and Reed who are also good hitters, and then Steiger on deck hitting 419 coming into the game. He's also reached twice on a walk and an error and a big swing and a miss by Tyler Bishop trying to catch up to the Anderson fastball. And it's two balls and one strike. Tyler Bishop, nobody on, two outs. Anderson in a familiar situation here. And the pitch, high ball three. Again, the only two walks of the ball game issued by Anderson were in the first inning, and one of those was to Bishop. The other one was to the next man that's coming up, Steiger. And a 3-1 pitch. Swung on and fouled back into the catcher's glove for strike two, and we've got another full count. Again, Cal Higgins scheduled to get the start for Carney in game number two. That may change if it's a consolation game. He will definitely get the start if Carney can find a way to win this one. The 8-9 matchup here in the 12-team Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament. And a 3-2 pitch now from Braden Anderson on the way, and it's going to be hit into the air and back out over our heads out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home, so we'll do it again. Our star, as we said, coming into the game, hitting 291. They have hit a lot of foul balls in this contest. And Anderson waits for Bishop to get set, and we're ready to go. Let's do another 3-2 pitch. It's going to be poked towards right field, base hit. Went with the pitch. Nice piece of hitting by Tyler Bishop. He's 2-for-2 with a walk. He's reached base all three times. And for the third straight inning, North Star has manufactured a hit with two outs. That will bring up the designated hitter, Caden Steiger. Navigator. Cleanup hitter, designated hitter, number 15. And we are kind of shaded away from the bullpen, but I don't think Carney has anybody warming up right now. Empty down there. It looks like it's empty over in the North Star bullpen, so Tynert will come back out. Anderson's pitching good, but now starting to get to a lot of 3-2, 2-2 counts. And the pitch, strike one called. Not you. To Steiger over the outer corner. And again, Carney keeping an eye on the base runner and Tyler Bishop. Would be a good opportunity to send him here. Even if you throw him out, you still got your top hitter to lead off the sixth. Otherwise, you've got him in scoring position with two outs. The 0-1 pitch to Steiger. Expect something off speed. It's outside. They'll throw down to first to Roseberry. Puts the slap tag on. That was closer than it should have been. But back safely is Bishop. Bishop went back in standing up. One and one. But again, 
This is where Carney got in trouble, worrying about the base runner in the first, and it led to back-to-back walks. The pitch from Anderson. They sent him. It's a swinging strike. The throw to second is high, and it's backed up. Stolen base, but two strikes on the batter. Caden Steiger, one and two. Second stolen base of the ball game. Westland had one in the first and scored. Now Bishop has one in the fifth. The go-ahead run at second with two outs here in the fifth in a 1-1 game. But Steiger a 1-2 count. Eitzman is on deck if the half inning continues. Anderson, 1-2 pitch as they set up outside. Fastball hit to right field. This is going to be maybe a play at the plate. It's scooped up, and they will hold the runner. No, now they're going to send him, and the throw will not be anywhere in time. They were going to hold him. Creed Martin got it in, but it kind of bounced right around first base, and a two-out rally gives North Star the lead. Caden Steiger, RBI single to right field, and it is two to 2-1. I thought we would have a play at the plate, but... It did not materialize, and now Connor Eitzman stands in there. He's grounded to third, and he's popped out to third. He had a towering fly ball right on the third base line, just halfway up the line that Rich was able to play. So Anderson, and it's 2-1 to one again. This was the final Saturday, and the pitch a little low. Haven't had many of those, but it is low for ball one. So the stolen base. Helps materialize a run for Lincoln North Star in a 2-1 lead. Now out of the stretch. Anderson, fastball hit to center field. Easton Bruce back, back, back. He's under it. He's got it. It was tagged, but Bruce is able to run it down. But Lincoln North Star has taken the lead. One run on two hits. There were no errors, and there was one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth in the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament's opening round. It's now Lincoln North Star 2, Carney 1 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! We go to the bottom of the fifth inning, and it's the bottom of the lineup here for Carney. 7-8-9, Corbin Rich, Creed Martin, Seth Altwine. But this is the part of the order that manufactured the only run of the ball game for Carney back in the second inning. Rich with a one-out double. On a ground out, he advanced to third, and Altwine was able to bang one off third base to bring him in. So we are no longer tied after the two-out rally by North Star. It's 2-1, to one, bottom of the fifth. Carney High will send Corbin Rich up there for just the second time in the baseball game. Again, got the double and scored the run back in the second inning of play. 
Doug Duda with you, our producer engineer Grant Ty on ESPN, KXPN, Carney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you along with us here at Hartong Field on the campus of Lincoln East. First pitch to Corbin Rich. Fastball called strike right at the letters. That's usually one Rich would have just taken a rip at, but they'd started him off speed last time. So 0-1 to Rich. And Tynert's pitch, curveball in there for strike two. Haven't thrown many inside, but he did there. And quickly ahead of the count, no balls and two strikes. Louisville has finished up a four-set win at the volleyball tournament over San Diego. Pitch to Rich High, one and two. Creed Martin on deck, then Seth Aldwine. Earlier, Ohio State swept Missouri. Oregon swept Notre Dame. Baylor and Pepperdine are in the fifth. And the one-two to Corbin Rich. Outside, ball two. Two balls, two strikes. And in that Pepperdine-Baylor match, Baylor's up 11-9 in the fifth set. 2-2, Rich trying to find one he can drive. Swung on and missed, strike three. And Rich goes down on strikes. And that will be... The fourth strike out of the ball game for Cameron Tyner. He's issued just one walk in the game. And Creed Martin, who grounded to short, stands in there. 2-1, Lincoln North Star. Base is empty, bottom of the fifth, one out. Davis Jones will play even with the bag at third. And waiting for... Tynert, apparently, to maybe tuck the jersey in, I suppose. So now we're ready to go. And let's see what Creed Martin can get done here, the right fielder. Fastball fouled straight back to the net. 0-1. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Ryan Bruna or Steve Corum. So Carney's inability to get base hits. Against the good Cameron Tyner, only two hits in the game. Curveball drops in there for strike two. We talked about it early. Tyner had problems placing his second and third pitch in the strike zone in the first couple of innings. That has not been the case since. And an 0-2 pitch to Martin is going to be just outside. It buckled the knees of Martin. And he's thankful to get one more look here. Seth Altwine would be next. He lined a single off the third baseman for one of the only two hits, both of them in that second inning. The pitch to Martin, chases one high and fouls it out of play. Stays alive. One ball, two strikes. One out here as Rich struck out to start the inning. Altwine on deck. Bober would be up top. And Martin ready now to take the 1-2 pitch. Outside. Two and two. Had Martin offering at it, but able to hold back. Kind of leaned out there with the pitch. So will they try to bring him another curveball here? The pitch from Tynert is another curveball. That one's down the middle for strike number three. And two strikeouts here to start the bottom of the fifth inning. And that'll bring up Seth Altwine. Singled off the third baseman, Davis Jones. For a two-out RBI in the second. Altwine just batting 200 coming into the ball game. 
As we're here in the bottom of the fifth, 2-1 Lincoln North Star. And Cameron Tynert's fastball is down the middle for strike one. When our ball game is over, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Take a look at the final numbers. Chat with assistant coach Matt Conant. The 0-1. Swung on and missed. Strike two. 0-2. And, and Tynert, kind of like Anderson, getting stronger as the game's going along. But he has not allowed a hit since Altwine was up last time. Retiring eight straight. Trying to make it nine, and he's one strike away from doing it. But a timeout by Altwine. Try to get Tynert a little bit out of rhythm here. That's probably a good idea. But he doesn't flinch. The 0-2 pitch. Fastball out. North Star hoping to get it. One and two. Bober would be next. He's on deck. That was a great pitch by Tynert, but it was off the plate. So now a 1-2 pitch to Altwine. Hammered towards left center field, but not deep enough. And the left fielder, Colton Reed, will come over and make the catch. Three up, three down. That's nine straight retired by Cameron Tynert. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on and a couple of strikeouts. We go to the top of the sixth here in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Brought to you by Great Western Bank. Your score, Lincoln North Star 2, Carney 1. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. And it's Kate Seif to stand in there for Lincoln North Star. We go to the top of the sixth. The first baseman takes one outside, ball one. And again, Anderson, that was all about the release. Kind of stubbed himself. Kate Seif, Lyndon Brugman, Cameron Tynert. Six, seven, and eight. Two, one, Lincoln North Star. Fastball low. Anderson, now he's got to keep his head up. It's got to be a struggle. As Coach Archer said, he pitched well enough to win the game against North Star on Saturday and lost 2-1. to one. Now he's down 2-1 to one again here in the top of the sixth. Fastball, there's a good one. Strike one. 2-1. and one. Sipe grounded out to the first baseman, Roseberry, in the first and struck out in the fourth. And a 2-1 count. Fastball. Fouled back. Strike two. 2-2 two and two brought to you by Home Real Estate. Carney is the home team, so they will get a chance to bat in the bottom of the seventh. And the best thing for them is if they didn't have to bat in the bottom of the seventh and could finish something up here in the sixth. But they need one to tie, two to take the lead at the moment. North Star trying to find an insurance run. The pitch to Seibel almost hit him up and in. So three and two to the leadoff man, Cade Seip. Two walks, but a lot of full counts in this game for Braden Anderson. So he's... 
chewed up a few pitches. He was 38 through two, approximately 38. And the pitch swung on and hit right at the shortstop. All wide, and it goes off his glove into left field. Error. The second of the ball game for Carney. Sometimes you see him in the outfield. It hit right at you. You don't have to move, and those are the scariest ones, and that's exactly what happened there to the shortstop, Altwine. So reaching on the leadoff error is Cade Seip, and that'll bring up the right fielder, Lyndon Brugman. Struck out in the second, grounded out to second in the fourth. And the lefty stands in there. As North Star has the leadoff man aboard in the pitch. Squares to bunt and fouls it away at the plate. Strike one. Tynert, who has one of the two extra base hits, is standing on deck. Score update. Baylor now wins in the NCAA tournament in five sets. So one of the top teams in the fall had to go the distance to beat Pepperdine. Squares to bunt again. Curveball. That's in there for strike two. He pulled the bat back. 0-2. Good breaking ball on the outer portion of the plate to the lefty here. And I wouldn't doubt that they still want him to bunt, though. In a game where there's not many hits and Brugman's 0-2, why not square to bunt again? Sipe a very short lead away from first. And the 0-2 pitch, he does square to bunt, pulls it back. It's outside, ball one. One and two. Cameron Tynert, the pitcher for North Star, is on deck. Two-one North Star. Both crowds trying to get their team to get out of here. Rich is way in at third. And the pitch. They're going to steal. Throw down to second. It's over to the shortstop. Alt wide. It bounces out of his glove. The throw was towards the shortstop side of the bag. He tried to make a quick sweep tag but didn't have the ball. And a stolen base by Cade Sipe. That is three stolen bases. The first two men that stole a base are the two men that came home to score. And now it's 2-2 to Brugman, and he doesn't have to bunt. He still could, but will he? 2-2 pitch. Swings at it and pokes it down the left field line. Foul and out of play. Coach Archer and Coach Conant have sent it time after time after most coaches do. It's the little things. So you got an error and a stolen base. No hits yet here in the inning. 2-2 pitch again to Brugman. Outside, ball three. Ahead in the count, 0-2, and, and here we go again. Final score, Lincoln Southeast is going to advance on with a 15-0 win today over Norfolk. They'll play Southwest in the quarterfinals. That is the 3-6 matchup. And now after six innings of play, Columbus... Taking on Lincoln Northeast, and they lead it now 4 to nothing. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Lyndon Brugman. Fastball down the heart, called strike three. I like it. Bottom of the order, throw it down the middle, make him hit the baseball. And that is what Kearney pitcher Braden Anderson has done as he will pick up his fifth strikeout of the ball game, the second strikeout against Brugman. So one on, one out. Cameron Tynert had the two-out double in the fourth, but was stranded there. Sipe standing at second. Two to one, top of the sixth, North Star. And the pitch hit him. 
Tried to throw a fastball inside, and it hits the batter, Cameron Tynert. And down to first. So runners at first and second for the second baseman, Barrett Goff. Called out on a 3-2 pitch to end the second inning. And the first pitch he saw in the fourth grounded out to second. Haven't had a single visit to the mound by either one of the managers. And right now, head coach Lanny Bowles is talking to Barrett Goff. And we may get a pinch hitter. He actually talked to his man, and he said maybe he wants somebody that can bunt. Maybe he wants somebody that has a pretty good batting average up there. But coming in will be Braden Sunken. He will be the hitter. Number 14, Braden Sunken. So Sunken comes in with two on and one out in a one-run game here in the top of the sixth. As we said, hits are at a premium. And for... Sunken will get his numbers for you on the season as he stands in there. He is hitting 333 according to the North Star stats. So maybe just a little bit better average hitter, a little bit taller, more of a strike zone here for the head coach, or excuse me, for Brayden Anderson. And again, the runner's dancing back there, but don't imagine a Sipe, although he stole second, is going to be going anywhere. They're holding him on anyway. So is he swinging away or is he going to bun? I imagine swinging away here, especially since it's a one-run lead, not a tie game. The pitch from Anderson. Curveball swung on a miss. Strike one. 0-1. Cooper Westland would be next. Two on, one out, one run game. Top of the sixth, scheduled for seven. Anderson checks the runner, not a lead hardly at all. And the pitch swung on and hit down the right field line, but it's going to find its way foul and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. And again, Anderson ahead of the count, 0-2. Now, do you challenge him? Every time it's been 0-2, it seems like we get to 2-2 and and sometimes 3-2. Depending on if the batter does chase, and they haven't done it much. So a big place here. Anderson really needs a strikeout. And the 0-2 pitch to the pinch hitter, Braden Sunken. Curveball in there, strike three. One of the best ones he's thrown all ball game. And so two strikeouts here in the inning. And that'll be to the top of the order, Cooper Westland. He has been feisty, and we may be at pitch count because here comes the head coach. To make a pitching change, Brad Archer, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need is specializing in you, and it looks like Dawson Stutz will come in to be the pitcher. We'll talk about it in a moment. There's two on, two outs, top of the sixth, North Star 2, Kearney 1. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. 
Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Well, for Brayden Anderson, he goes five and two-thirds innings, strikes out six. The only two walks were in the first inning, although a lot of three-two counts got him to the pitch count limit here, and Dawson Stutz will come in. So Anderson will go to third. Corbin Rich will move from third to first, and Roseberry will come out, and Stutz will move in, but Roseberry was not hitting. Tanner Johnson was DHing for him, so nothing in the batting order. We go to the top of the order. It's Cooper Westland, singled and scored in the first, grounded to short, and flew out to left. Two on, two out, and a one-run game in the sixth. Stutz's first pitch is taken in there for strike one. Colton Reed on deck, but Carney hoping they don't see him at the plate until the seventh inning. Two to one, Lincoln North Star. Stutz, we saw him come on in relief against Grand Island on Tuesday. The 0-1 pitch to Westland. Outside, ball one, one and one. An easy one there for Westland to see. The catcher, Myers, was set up out there, and that's exactly where the arm pointed for Dawson Stutz. So a little tension in the air right now. And the pitch, fouled back. It was right over the outside, and he had to lean after it. Westland... Makes it one ball and two strikes. Sipe started the inning with a line shot that went off the tip of the glove of the shortstop Altwine for an error. Brugman struck out, and then Tynert was hit by a pitch. So he's at first. Sipe's at second. Sunken struck out, and now it's one and two on Cooper Westland. He's put the ball in play all three times. Dawson Stutz now comes set. And the one-two pitch on the way. Low and away, ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two on, two out, two one. Gators, the deuces are wild to the leadoff hitter, shortstop Cooper Westland. Stutz now ready to go, and the 2-2 offering is on the way. He's going to fist that one into the short portion of center field. Alt wide out, and he'll track it down and make the catch. So the error, he wipes it out. With the catch, and we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. There were no runs on no hits. There were no errors, but there were two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the sixth. Lincoln North Star 2, Carney 1 on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Carney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Glad to have you along with us. High School Baseball brought to you by Good Evans in Kearney. Live well, love well. GoodEvans.com. Well, Cameron Tynert has retired nine straight batters. The second inning ended on a caught stealing, so that's why it's nine and not ten. And Reese Bober, the leadoff man, starts it off. The curveball is popped into short right center field on chasing, and the right fielder will get it. Lyndon Brugman, boy, I didn't think he got enough of it to get it out there. But Bober flies out to right for the second time. Carney has just two hits. They were both in the second inning. Number two, pitcher Braden Anderson. So Braden Anderson, now the third baseman, will slide in there. He has walked and called out on strikes. And the pitch outside, ball one. One and oh. Carney down two to one. Needing to get a base runner to have a chance to get something going here. The pitch to Anderson. Thought about it and took it high, ball two, two and oh. It'll be Kale Conrad after that, then Tanner Johnson, a double by Rich, and a line single off the third baseman by Altwine. The pitch is up and in, ball three. Tynert actually working pretty quickly here to Anderson. So it's three balls and no strikes. Little noise coming out of the North Star dugout at the 3-0 pitch. Anderson taking all the way. Drops in there for strike one, three and one. Conrad hit by a pitch and called out on strikes in the third. Waiting on deck. The one, two, three hitters for Carney. The pitch to Anderson. He's just going to take it again, and it's right in there for strike two. Fastball over the outer half. Good pitch. Anderson was just, I think, taken all the way. So three and two to Anderson. And the payoff pitch from the Navigators, Cameron Tynan on the way, up, ball four. And that will be only the second walk of the ball game issued by Cameron Tyner. And it gives Carney their first base runner since the second inning. And that'll bring up back-to-back left-handers here if things go well for Carney. Cale Conrad. And the first time Anderson was on, they courtesy ran for him because he was the pitcher, not now. Anderson gets the lead away. Conrad. Seeing if he can get a base hit here. Pitch to him. Check swing strike. It was in there anyway. He did not go around, but it was a strike. 0-1. Again, hit by a pitch in the first to give Carney two on and one out, but couldn't score. And struck out in the third. 
Tied it out of the stretch of the 0-1. Swung on and grounded up the middle. Off the glove. It's going to squeak into center field. And Anderson will hold it second. So runners at first and second. That's a big play. You get to third and things maybe change a little bit. And that was Coach Archer having to make a decision. And it didn't look like Anderson had got to second as quick as he had hoped. But just the third hit of the ball game. The first since the second inning. So Conrad is at first, Anderson is at second, and it's Tanner Johnson time. Grounded off the pitcher and then grounded to second. The pitch to Tanner. Inside, they'll throw down to first. He's back in time safely. Carney better watch out. That's the second time that they have about done that. The throws from Tyler Bishop have been money. He has been just as good in this game as his pitcher, Cameron Tyner. Ball one to Johnson, 1-0. Easton Bruce on deck, another lefty. The 1-0 pitch from Tyner as they don't even hold the runner on at second. Swung on and fouled away. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Rhonda Johnson or Mark Shipperite, your home real estate agents. One ball, one strike. Tyner in a little bit of trouble for the first time in a while. 2-1 North Star, bottom of the sixth, scheduled for seven. The pitch to Johnson, check swing foul. Or was it fouled? No, it just got away. I thought he fouled it away. It's going to go to the backstop. Wild pitch. So it is a ball. Everybody's kind of confused at the plate. The pitcher's saying, wasn't that fouled? The umpire looking towards the Carney dugout, and they're going to get some help. The home, home plate umpire looks out at the second base umpire. Now manager Bowles wants to come out and have a discussion. You knew this was coming. Now they want interference, no. <laughs> the ball bounced, so interference wouldn't even come into play here. Catcher had no chance. So a wild pitch, and Carney has the tying run at third and the go-ahead run at second. So it'll be ball two, two and one. Should be the count. I don't think that he said he went around. It was a check swing. Waiting for the umpire doesn't give us the signal. I think it is two and one. Nonetheless, here we go. Tanner Johnson. Can Carney take advantage? The pitch swung on right back to the pitcher. And he'll throw over to first. Almost got away. And Sipe able to get back on the bang. It was a wild throw. And Sipe went over, grabbed it, and stepped back on the bag. And Carney not able to score. And it'll be up to Easton Bruce. So... It's been pretty mundane here for about an hour and a half in the last two minutes. It got exciting. But Johnson grounds out to the pitcher the second time he's hit it to him. Two outs for Easton Bruce. Bruce takes a breaking ball for called strike one. Struck out of the first, fouled out down the left field line. The shortstop actually took it in the fourth. Two on, two out, bottom of the sixth. Carney needs a base hit here. Or a wild pitch, whatever. The pitch to Bruce swung on and popped into left field. Colton Reed all day, and we go to the seventh inning. It's 2-1. to one. Lincoln North Star with the lead. Carney here in the sixth. No runs. They did have one hit. There were no errors and two men left on. This high school baseball Heartland Athletic Conference tournament game brought to you by Great Western Bank. 
Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping's awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. One other game still going on. Lincoln Northeast has rallied to tie Columbus 4-4 as they go to the bottom of the seventh. Columbus is the home team. Lincoln Southeast beat Norfolk 15-0. Grand Island beat Lincoln High 11-1. Quarterfinal games will be at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Lincoln East plays the winner of this game at 3. The loser plays at 6. We'll talk about that in our new West Post game show. But Carney... Not able to cash in yeah, in the sixth. They trail 2-1. to one. We go to the seventh. It's 2-3-4. Colton Reed, Tyler Bishop, Caden Steiger for Lincoln North Star against the relief pitcher Dawson Stutz. And the first pitch is popped up into shallow center again. Altwine coming over. Bober says, I've got it, and he does. So off the handle there, Colton Reed will fly out to the second baseman, Reese Bober, 0-4 oh, today for two, Reed. On the other side of that, one of the, a couple of the stars here, Tyler Bishop, the catcher, walked in the first, doubled with two outs in the third, and then in the fifth, singled with two outs, stole a base, and scored what right now is the go-ahead run. Stutz's pitch to him is a strike, 0-1-1. No balls, one strike. The sixth inning had a lot of action to it for both teams. Northstar had a chance to extend the lead, didn't. Carney had a chance to tie it and take the lead, didn't. Didn't do either one outside. Ball one, one and one. High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Back at it again one week from today, a doubleheader with Creighton Prep. Next Thursday at Memorial Field. The pitch inside. Ball two, two and one. The Columbus Lincoln Northeast winner gets Pius, the four seed, over at Sherman Field. And the pitch from Stutz, swung on and missed, strike two. Two balls, two strikes to Tyler Bishop, trying to retire him for the first time here this afternoon at Dan Hartug Field in Lincoln on the campus of Lincoln East. And the 2-2 pitch, and the North Star batter will pop it into the air. Stutz calling for it. Now the first baseman, Rich, it's more on the foul line, and he'll take it. So it was just in foul territory. Bishop is retired for the first time this afternoon. And that'll bring up the designated hitter, Caden Steiger. He walked in the first to load the bases, reached on an error in the third, and then singled in the run as the game-winning RBI as it stands right now in the fifth. And the first pitch by Dawson Stutz swung on and again hit into the air towards right field. Who's going to take this one? 
Second baseman Bober reaches back and takes it. There was some miscommunication there in the outfield with the right fielder Creed Martin, who was there. But nonetheless, Carney does get the third out, and they're down to their last chance. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. It was 2-1 to one final Saturday, and we go to the bottom of the seventh. Lincoln North Star 2-1 to one over Kearney here in the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities brought to you by Optical Gallery, Buffalo Roofing, The Bike Shed, and Five Points Bank of Kearney. Cameron Tynard has been efficient enough that the pitch count will get him into the seventh inning here. Needing three more outs to advance on and a rematch against Lincoln East. I can tell you Lincoln East wants to play North Star because they kind of handed him one on Tuesday, it was 8-7. North Star won it. They were up 8-3 going into the seventh, but East had seven errors. So they'd like another crack at him. For Carney, they're going to have to get it done here with Max Myers, Corbin Rich, and Creed Martin. Myers has flown out to right, and he's flown out to left. 2-1, to one, bottom of the seventh. Carney has three base hits. They left runners at second and third last inning. Pitch to Myers is up and in. Ball one. In that sixth, Bober flew out. Anderson walked. Conrad singled up the middle. Then Johnson grounded out, and Bruce flew out. The 1-0. Swung on and chopped at the plate. One and one on the outside pitch. Over the outside corner, we should say. One and one. One run, three hits for Carney. Two runs, five hits for North Star. And the 1-1 pitch to Max Myers. Swung on and hit to center field, but this one is high enough in the air that Connor Eitzman is going to haul it in. Well, he is definitely very even with what he wants to do. He's flown out to left, he's flown out to center, he's flown out to right. Two outs to go here. Corbin Rich doubled in the second and has the only run. He struck out in the fifth. Two to one, Lincoln North Star, bottom of the seventh. If Carney can come back, they play at three. If not, six o'clock. The pitch. Rich takes a breaking ball. Low, ball one. Tyner thought he had a strike. Not that time, and again, His secondary pitches have been beautiful the last four or five innings. The 1-0. Fastball fouled down the right field line, and it is going to be out of play. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. 
There's no place like home. Ryan Bruna, Robert Kayat among your agents. One ball, one strike. Rich has not pulled the baseball as much as we saw him last summer. And it's not like the pitchers are way outside, but they sure aren't trying to pitch him inside either. Love to see Corbin get a hold of a fastball. But if he's not ahead in the count, I doubt that Tyner's going to give him many of those. 1-1 pitch, bottom of the seventh, nobody on, one out. And the pitch to Rich. Curveball, laid off it, ball two. So he's getting better at that. Creed Martin is on deck. They'll need Seth Altwine to come to the plate, you would imagine, as well. And the 2-1 pitch to Rich. Fastball chopped towards short. He'll have to beat this one out. The throw over to first is in time. And Carney is down to their final out. Creed Martin will stand in there. Grounded out to short in the second. Called out on strikes in the fifth. No pinch hitter right now from Coach Archer. And kind of as we already know, you really do have your best hitters out there because they've struggled most of the year or somebody could have earned a spot. Down to their final out, Tyner trying to get the complete game three hitter. Martin chops it towards third. It'll be foul. No balls, one strike. That will allow Tyner to dip back into the curveball bag. Carney could use a break, and Northstar really hasn't given him one. The 0-1. Curveball, they're going to call it strike two. Say it caught the corner, and Northstar one pitch away from advancing on in the winner's bracket. Creed Martin, the 0-2 pitch to him. On the way, swung at a curveball, it's in the dirt. He'll have to pick it up and throw to first. They do, and that's the ball game. Carney held to three hits here, and for the second straight meeting in this week, Lincoln Northstar wins a pitcher's duel over Carney by a score of 2-1. to one. When we return, it will be the New West postgame show. Final stats, a chat with Coach Matt Connick. Carney will play again tonight at 6 o'clock, and we will let you know who that opponent will be in just a couple of moments. Stay with us here on ESPN Tri-Cities. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. 
More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Carney Baseball. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. All right, we are back here at beautiful Dan Hartog Field, and we now know that Carney's opponent at six will be Lincoln High because Columbus has survived in walk-off fashion, scoring the winning run in the bottom of the seventh to beat Lincoln Northeast 5-4. to four. Grand Island beat Lincoln High 11-1, to one, and Lincoln Southeast beat Norfolk 15 to nothing. So we'll have the 6 o'clock game for you here on ESPN against Lincoln High, and ironically, that's the other team that Kearney played Saturday, and they beat them 13-1 to in that ball game. This is the New West Sports Medicine Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, and final score, 2-1. to Lincoln North Star wins it, and assistant coach Matt Conant is with us, and coach... Uh, they took advantage of a couple stolen bases. I mean, this was almost identical to what we saw on Saturday. Yeah, it, it really was. Um, you know, and, and once again, I mean, I thought Braden was was really good. I mean, he he was he wasn't wasn't sharp early in that first inning, but but that's kind of his his uh, pattern. There is usually the first inning is going to be the bad one if it's going to be anything, and and it wasn't that bad for him by any any stretch of the imagination. But yeah, a couple couple of. Uh, Misplays, uh, misplayed balls here and there, um, you know, throws that maybe could have been a little bit better, and and that's a different game. Yeah, and I mean, if if you just you'd have to really nitpick to find why that was two instead of one, but those two walks, the only two that he issued, were back to back in the first, got the bases loaded, so the ground out forced in a run, and otherwise maybe it doesn't happen that way. What? Uh, it was so good for the first couple innings on Tuesday. How good did you think uh, North Star pitcher Cameron Tyner was? Well, I mean, he's he uh, he he did a nice job of kind of keeping us off balance. I mean, I think our guys against against somebody like him who's not necessarily overpowering by any means, um, but he's been around, you know he's around the zone the whole game and forced us to put balls in play. And, and unfortunately, which has kind of been our our issue all year, is is a lot of the balls we put in play are are, are in the air and they're pretty pretty non non-pressure outs had a an error in the ball game uh, had a couple errors in the ball game but uh, they didn't affect the the final score so uh, again a little bit better in, in that uh, standpoint but they just had a couple guys north star that uh, three four two three four in the lineup that were just uh, kind of strong today yeah their top half of their order is pretty good um they uh, that leadoff hitter i like him a lot he's a tough out um but uh yeah i mean those, those guys they they put together good at bats i mean the you know, Braden throws 30 pitches in the first inning. I mean, that that's not going to set you up for success for very, very long. 
Um, but uh, it seems like they were they were two two three two you know five six pitch at bats over and over and over again, and that's just I mean that's a, that's not Braden's fault. I mean first I mean, we weren't getting much of an inside corner today, but but uh, you know when you get when you're five or six pitches to every hitter, that drives your pitch yeah. count up in a hurry. Dawson Stutz has come in back to back games here in relief, and uh, he kept you in it. Yeah, no, Dawson did a good job. I mean he, you know he didn't have. Uh, um, you know, there's a lot of fastballs, but with him, it's it's uh, location. You know, we just kind of go, we'll start on a corner, and then we'll just kind of keep creeping off with every with every pitch. And he's got a little bit of movement too, just because of where he throws from. Um, but uh, his ball move a little bit. All right, coach. Now uh, you'd like to have another shot at East and, and play right away and, and get home and uh, one way or the other. But the way the bracket works out, you stay here and you play a Lincoln High team that you handled really easy on Saturday. What happens between now and six o'clock for the Bearcats and do you go with Cal or do you save him for next week? Uh, you know, that's a discussion we had, you know, before we left this morning. Um, more than likely, uh, he'll probably throw some, um, but he will probably not start. Um, we'll probably save him for Monday against Millard North and, and use him in more of a relief role t- for this game. All right, Matt, we'll see you after uh, game two. Thanks for the time. Yep, thanks for coming down. Again, two to one, the score. Lincoln North Star for the second straight game against Kearney gets the win, and Kearney will take on Lincoln High at 6 o'clock here on ESPN Tri-Cities. We'll give you the final numbers right after this. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Doug Duda back with you here on the New West Post Game Show. Again, Carney High Baseball on ESPN Tri Cities, brought to you in part by Home Real Estate, Insurance Connection, ENT Physicians, Buffalo Roofing, and Hellman Maine, Costler and Cottle. For Carney, one run, three hits. There were no Lincoln North Star errors. Carney left four men on, but they had a chance there in the sixth with runners at second and third and one out and got a ground out and a pop out from their number four and five guys, Johnson and Bruce. And that ground out was to the pitcher. You know, you get it to second or short, and that's not Tanner Johnson's fault. It's just that's where the ball went. And uh, maybe you were able to get uh, the run home from third in Braden Anderson and at least tie the ball game. But just no luck really today 
for Carney High. They actually forced Northstar to leave some guys on base. Uh, Cameron Tyner, complete game win. He goes seven innings, gives up the three hits. He walked two, he struck out six, and he hit one batter. Carney High now 8-10 and 10 on the season, and they'll play Lincoln High tonight at 6 here on ESPN Tri-Cities. For Lincoln Northstar, they had two runs on five hits. There were two Carney errors and eight men left on base. They did really good with two outs in the baseball game today. Uh, for Braden Anderson, he takes the hard luck loss. Five and two-thirds innings, struck out six, walked two. There was a hit batter in the ball game. And then for Dawson Stutz, he came in and recorded four straight outs, one in the third innings, and uh, they were all pop-outs uh, to get things done and all on the infield, uh, as a matter of fact. So no walks, no strikeouts, no hits, no on runs for Dawson Stutz. Lincoln Northstar now 7-8, and eight, and they played an 8-7 game over Lincoln Northeast, or Lincoln East, excuse me, the top seed, and got the win on Tuesday in Less than 48 hours later, they get another shot at them here. We'll set the bracket up for you and wrap things up in a minute on ESPN. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank, while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Well, our producer engineer, Stacy Johns, Doug Duda, back with you here on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com, 92.1 FM, 1460 AM. So here's where we're at in the first round games today. It was the five-seed Columbus walk-off fashion over the 12-seed Lincoln Northeast, 5-4. It was the six-seed Lincoln Southeast, 15-0 over Norfolk. The seven-seed Grand Island Senior High over Lincoln High, 11-1. And the nine-seed Lincoln North Star over the eight-seed Kearney, 2-1. So the three o'clock quarterfinal games, top-seed Lincoln East plays Lincoln North Star. The fourth seed, Lincoln Pius X, plays Columbus. The three seed, Lincoln Southwest, plays Lincoln Southeast. And the seven seed, Grand Island, will take on the number two seed, Archbishop Bergen. That's a three o'clock game over at Densmore. Then in the six o'clock consolation games tonight here at Den Hartung, Carney High will take on Lincoln High. And over at Sherman Field, you would then get Lincoln Northeast taking on Norfolk at six o'clock. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Check it out at New West by scheduling your appointment today. Again, we'll be back at 545 with our pregame. Uh, what's going on in the national world of sports? Not a whole lot. There are a few afternoon baseball games. First game of a doubleheader, Seattle beat Baltimore 4-2. to two. In the top of the ninth, the Braves lead the Marlins 5-4. Bottom of the seventh, San Diego 8-3 over Pittsburgh. Bottom of the sixth, Minnesota leading Boston 3-0 in the fourth. 
The White Sox leading Cleveland one to nothing. The Royals will begin a series at home with Toronto tonight at 7:10 on the Breeze 94.5. And at the NCAA volleyball tournament, the first set of a second round matchups today. There was a little excitement. In fact. Baylor had to go to a fifth set today, down two sets to one, and they were able to beat Pepperdine in that fifth set by a score of 15 to 10. Also today, Oregon swept Notre Dame, Ohio State swept Missouri, and after dropping the first set, Danny Busboom's Louisville team was able to beat San Diego three games to one. The 2:30 games from the CHI, Moorhead State, who beat Creighton, is taking on Florida. High Point is taking on the seventh seed Purdue, Dayton against the sixth seed Washington, and the fifth seed Nebraska Cornhuskers taking on Texas State. The pregame airing right now, and the match can be heard on KHAS 104.1 FM and 12:30 a.m. For our producer engineers today, Grant Ty and Stacy Johns, I'm Doug Dudig. And the final score here in the Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball Tournament: Lincoln North Star two, Carney one. We'll see you tonight at six. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.